Brian and Doug podcast is brought to you in part by MosierMultimedia.com, KMH Music in Presque Isle, Maine, The Ridge Runner in Westfield, Maine, and Doug's cousin, Larry. The deadliest weapon in the world is a Marine and his rifle. It is your killer instinct which must be harnessed if you expect to survive in combat. Your rifle... It's only a tool. It is a hard heart that kills. If your killer instincts are not clean and strong, you will hesitate at the moment of truth. You will not kill. You will become dead, Marine. And then you will be in a world of shit. Because Marines are not allowed to die without permission. Deal maggots understand. You're listening to the O'Brien and Doug Podcast. Now do it like you mean it. You're listening to the O'Brien and Doug Podcast. Thank you. Yep. Welcome to the O'Brien and Doug Podcast. I'm O'Brien. Hi, Doug. And season six. Hello, everybody. Episode 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. I think you should tell him. <laughs> you know, I think that would be best. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, let's see. The episode 10, uh, where do we start? Um, here we are in the fun dungeon. Uh, you fun see, dungeon. You see my new pedal board? Yes, it is a mess. Uh, we had... <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Actually, I'm going to take a picture of it and sh- send it to Jay Green. He's going to be like... <laughs> Jay will be like, what? He's going to freak out. You, what are you doing? Um... I came home. We we had a we had a, a great friend of ours uh, pass away recently, uh, suddenly last week, um, and we had his um, had his service yesterday. Yeah, because we're recording this on a Monday, so this was his service was held yesterday, and we were part of the service. He was a great friend of ours. Uh, tragic loss, um, but he's in a better place because he's with his his love. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so anyway, the reason I bring that up is because I just you know when you go to things like that. It's draining. It really Emotion- is man. emotionally. Yeah, yeah, and and then you got to go out and do something that's life affirming, right? You know, afterwards. I don't know if I don't know if building a pedal board is life affirming. Well, but it's 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 a passion. It's a, yeah, true. You true. know, it's part and, of your passion. And it's kind of a, it was kind of a distraction. So I, I, I as soon as I left um, the service, I of course ripped off my tie and got out of that those clothes as quickly as I could. Oh, dude, that was that was a little warm. I, it was. And you were, I was, I was like in a shirt and jet tie and jacket. But you had the full jacket and I, I debated. Did, and, and, and I was, I, I was okay until about halfway through the, the service. Yeah. And then I started going, man, I'm a little warm. Yeah. Then about another few minutes go by, I went, man, I'm still warm. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And then by the, towards the end of it, I was like, oh, freaking A. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I debated. I had a white shirt on, and normally you wear black shirts or yeah. whatever. But I, and I debated. I was like, I'm going to wear my, my black jacket. And then it was like, I don't know, 77 degrees or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was, it was like mid-70s. Yeah, so East, yeah. I was like, I'm going to say, I'm going to nix the jacket. So I just went like that, and then I show up, and, and you got the full jacket. Yeah, I'm and like, I was, dude. Yeah, and then I regretted it. So <laughs> you, you actually you were actually made the good choice. Sir. So I left there and uh, got home and and... Without even talking talking to anybody, because I think there were a couple of people here, but they were busy doing their own thing. Sure. I just walked downstairs, and I mean, you remember what my pedal board looked like before. Yeah. yeah. I, and I tore it apart, and I rebuilt it, and added a lot of different flavors. And And you're right, it is a mess, but there's a lot of- Well, co- I just, you know, you're, you're just kind of, you're still situation, situating things. Um, so. It may not change. <laughs> that's fine too, man. I mean, as as long as it's easy to everything's easy to get to. It is, you know. So yeah. that's all that matters. I've got some. And it's pe- functional. I've got some upside down pedals. But yeah, that's you know, okay. I got a I couple can... of ones on its side, but yep. I, I think that's for ease of. Uh, yep. Yeah. As long as I can hit the buttons, you know, I think I'm. I'm I mean, uh, other than that, I mean, that's fine, man. That's good. Yeah. So I do like the new uh, uh, platform. Yes, the the new housing, the, yeah, the yeah, SK, housing, SKB yeah, uh, pedal board. So, yeah. well, that was interesting because uh, I, I don't know if we told this story or not, but I wanted to, I had a pedal board that Shane had made me, actually. It was a, yeah. home, it was a homemade yeah, wood, wooden. It, it was a good one. Uh, pedal board, and I had a lot of pedals on it. Yeah, you did. 
And, you know, we go to the syndicate and I carried around in a, in a big old fashioned suitcase. Yeah. And, um, it was just getting cumbersome. Right. And yeah. you just, you have to open up the suitcase, take it out, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I, I'm not going to say they made fun of me, but I, you know, every member of the syndicate would walk by and say, that's a lot of pedals. You know, I mean, <laughs> do you use all those? And the answer was no. Well, considering Joel only has one. Well, he has, he has a unit. Yeah, he has, has a, a unit, but it's only one. Right. That's all he uses. Multi-effects And Mark unit. only has, I don't even know Mark. I think he has his amp. I think that's all he has. Yeah, he goes directly I don't think he amp. has a pedal aboard. Yeah, right. so, so the answer was no, I don't use them all with the syndicate. <clears throat> I, I use more, more of them with Common Crossing. Right. Um, but I wanted to downsize. Yeah. So I, uh, bought a couple of line six stomp box modelers. They're identical and they have all kinds of voices. Yeah, but their displays are different colors. That's true. Well, that's because they're two different voices. See, there you go. There. That's uh, how you tell them apart. But, uh, they're identical. Um, but they do a myriad of things. Sure. And so I... I had those, and I had uh, my wah pedal, and anyway. But on, on Facebook, I found this uh, pedal board that was for sale. That was a steel. It was an SKB pedal board. And uh, on the picture, it looked really cool, and I, and, and so it was like 100 bucks. So I called the guy, I got it, and I went to went to buy it from him he, down in Holton. And then he showed it to me, and I'm like, oh, that's, oh, that's big. <laughs> <laughs> um, you still be, but I, but it, it, it I, I want it. <laughs> so I, I brought it back, and I didn't downsize. <laughs> it's bigger than my old pedal board, and well, with this though, if if I remember right, you just take the cover off, and you're ready to go. True. So yes. that's, I mean, as far as ease of you know, yep. you know, deployment. Yep. It's a little better that way. Yeah. It's true, and I can just plug my guitar in and plug the the pedal board itself into the amp, and yeah, and I'm good to go. So yeah. it's it's helped that way, and but I just you know that's one of the things that I was doing past couple of days is is building this rig, sure, and um, deciding whether I need to get more pedals or not. <laughs> you're gonna need a big <laughs> yeah. You're we gonna, need a bigger boat. You need a bigger board. <laughs> anyway, um, so that was my that was what I what I've been doing the past couple of days. We. Uh, uh, what, what else? Um, oh, I will tell you this, and I'm not sure if I'm proud of this or not. Um, so, my oldest boy, no, number three, um, really wants to watch this particular show. Maybe we've talked about this. Yeah, we talked about Stranger Things. Right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's his, the girl he's interested right. in. Um. It's always a woman. It is always a woman. Goes back to Eve. And we're here. Eat this. We're here. Watch this. We're. Uh, <laughs> I think comparatively, we're pretty strict parents. You, if you ask my kids if we're strict, they would say yes. Yeah. You know because well, I mean, you know, if you look at some kids out there, none of your kids have like smartphones. Well, well, yeah. I mean, your older kids do. Yeah, Eli but, has one now. Oh, he does. Yeah, oh, but he's he's we, getting to that age. We held out for as long as we could. But I mean, they're not walking around with them in there. You know, they're not constantly like this. Yes, Eli is. So, well, I know once they get them, they do. Right. But your other, you know, up right. until that point, yep, they didn't, you know, really have, you know, they didn't have all yep. that stuff. So. I've got a I've got a seventh grader uh, who doesn't even have a flip phone now, uh, or, or or hasn't had one yet. Uh, so Eli had Eli had a flip phone. Uh, I think probably seventh grade, eighth grade. Um, because I will say it does make things easier. Like if they have well, practices. Well, they're, yeah, exactly. You got to pick them for practice. Yeah, so they're here. They're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah but everybody everybody made fun of him because of his flip phone. Yeah, but it's cool, man. Uh, well, it's I indestructible. Know. I know. Uh, and eventually, we had to. Teresa had to get a new phone. So she got a new phone and he got her old phone. Wow, so there and go. it didn't cost like much more to put him on the plan. Sure. And but we have created a zombie. This is what we were trying to avoid. That's right. all he is is on his phone. Yeah. Um and so we held out as long as we could for that well, maybe not as long as we could, but you know, as long as we, we wanted to. Uh Finn doesn't even have a flip phone yet. Um he's in seventh grade. All of his friends have smartphones. Of course. But we're holding out. Yeah. So if you ask them, you, they would say, yes. Yes. Um, you are strict. You're too strict. Um, we won't let our kids date until they're 15. That's, what's wrong with that, though? Uh, exactly. That's what, we, that, that's what we say. 
And you know, we're a we're big proponents. I'm of, fifty and I don't date, so I mean, come on. <laughs> so, you won't let me date. So. <laughs> no, I date. I'm, no, <laughs> Doug. No, no, bad, Podcast. bad, Doug. You play drums. You play the congas. You sing. And you do a podcast. That's it. Now get in the fun Don't, dungeon. Get in the fun dungeon and shut up. <laughs> Be funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yes, Dad. If only you were kidding. Uh, <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> You're hearing this. Help. So we're also big believers that uh, what you, what you uh, ingest... Uh, has an effect on you sure whether it's health and you know i mean i mean i'm not talking about food or anything like that well i am you know we, no, it is. We, it's true. we try and keep our kids away from sugar sure. but as much as possible but you know it's not always successful um me on the other hand i mean we're still working on that um but uh, as far as like content you know sure. i mean you yeah. it, you watch porn you're gonna look at women in a different way what was that what was that saying that computer programming saying back in the 80s garbage in garbage out right exactly you know and and you know my wife and i will say this and i think she will agree because i drive her crazy sometimes um she is um more strict than i am as far as what they watch sure um eli is 14 and he just started watching PG-13 movies not too long ago. Um, he's now watched most of the Marvel movies. Actually, not all of them, I think. But he's... Um, and, you know, we, we try and keep him away from uh, violence as much as possible. Sure. Um, and so this uh, Stranger Things um, that Eli wants to watch, um, we've only seen... Well, we had only seen... Um, the uh, trailers and read things about it. Whoa, what is this? Uh, so I felt the need to preview it. Okay. Um, friggin' A, Doug. I'm on episode eight. <laughs> oh, so you're already binging it. I'm hooked. Really? Okay. I am hooked like, on this show. Did you go like season one? See, um, episode eight. Season okay. One, season gotcha. one. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, it's only on Netflix, right? It's only on Netflix. Right. Do you have Netflix? I got rid of it. Okay. Good for you. Um, this is obviously the theme song. I will tell you, it is really, really well done. Yeah. Um, and, or if, if it's not well done, it's just, I, w- I want to see what happens. Sure. So I have to watch the next one, you know, to see, because the story continues, obviously. Right. See, that's how I felt about X-Files back in the 90s. Well, right. You know, right. I was the same way. So, uh, was it one continuous thing, or were they different? No, there was different things, but there was an overarching arc, story arc. This is one continuous thing. Is it really? Yes. Um, So, it was almost like a soap opera type. Gotcha. Science fiction soap opera. Sure. Now, it's, uh, I don't think I'm giving away any spoilers. Uh, There's monsters involved. I haven't really gotten to that point yet, because my oldest boy... He thinks it's really funny that I, I I went to watch episode one to see if maybe my maybe Eli could watch it. Of course, there's a lot of language uh, in, in it that okay. yeah. he's 14. He hears worse at school. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. This is where this is where my wife and I are like you know right opposites because I'm like he could probably watch it. I mean, he hears worse things at school, and she says that doesn't mean he has to hear them at home. She's got a point. She does have a point. Yeah, um, and you know. Garbage in, garbage out. You yeah. hear that stuff, you're going to end up talking like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless you really are, um, you know, got really good, I don't know what, what the word I'm looking for. Self-control. Is. Self-control. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, so I watched the first episode and I'm like, well, I got to find out what happens. <laughs> of course. <laughs> So I should watch episode two just to make sure. Right, right. Because I want to see, I want to see what you know whether they find that you know. And so I watched episode two, and then I watched episode three, and then I said I got to go to bed. So I went to bed. I I got up the next morning. I'm like, I want to watch episode four. <laughs> so I did. You know, my kids aren't around. You know, and 
Uh, so I finish episode five, and I say to my wife, "Would you would you just watch episode one with me?" <laughs> I just. I just, it's really good. I just, you know, and she's like, no, I'm not, you know, that's evil. I'm not watching that, that, that stuff. And I said, it's just, it's fiction, dear. It's science fiction. It's just, you know, no, I'm not, no, I'm not watching that. And, and our boys aren't watching it either. And I'm like thinking to myself, well, what I've seen so far, they could watch. Oh, there uh, we go. Yeah. Um, and my oldest boy, Jude, uh, he's been watching like the latest season and he said, it gets scarier. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. As yeah. as the as the series goes on, it gets scarier, and there's like um, monsters and gore and stuff like that. It says it, it says on the thing, uh, like on the first episodes that I've seen, that there, there's gore, and there really isn't. So okay. uh, yeah. I don't know if that's just a well. It's probably just a disclaimer for you know what's coming. You're right. You know. Right. So. Um, but it, you know these kids that are acting. Of course, the acting is not fantastic. But it's, it's well, they are kids. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Um, but now they're they must be. I would th I would think that they were probably twelve or thirteen when they started. Yeah, I'm sure they're like late teens, yeah, twenties by now. Something, something like yeah. that. But and I, I just, I, I'm, I'm still. It's really sad that I can't wait for bedtime. <clears throat> So that I can watch a couple of episodes. <laughs> it really, I know it's a sad situation, but uh, I, I, I love it. I, hey, there are worse things out there to be watching, my friend. Well, I'm sure. You know. Yeah, I'm sure. The and Kardashians you know. are still on. So, I mean, you know, right. you could be speaking hooked of, on that and I would like have to drop QQ in your spleen. Speaking of stranger things. Okay. Uh, no, uh, the Kardashians. <laughs> um, so, uh, it's, it's just, and it's based in the eighties. Yeah. So. Everything is like maybe that's why I like it so much is because it's retro and it's uh, '80s music and it's yeah, '80s it, it, fashion, reminiscent of yeah, uh, you know of our glory days. But it is well done. It is well written, um, and you just want to find out what happens to these characters sure. and, and and so on. And you know, all my I shouldn't say all. There's a bunch of when I was uh, uh, working in the elementary school. Uh, there's a bunch of kids third through fifth grade wearing stranger things shirts they love this show and i'm like you shouldn't be watching this you know yeah but that's that's part of society i know you know i know but i don't know i, I, I just wanted you to to know that i'm uh, weak you're hooked i'm hooked um i'm not ashamed of it um, well, no shit. I mean, if it's a good show, why not? I, mean, I think it's a great show. You're an adult. You can do what you want. Yeah, and uh, you know, here's the thing. I would put money that if my wife watched episode one, season one, episode one, she would want to watch season one, episode two. Okay. I would, I would put money on that. Okay. Uh, but she is just going to be stubborn and not watch episode one. <laughs> do you ever... Are you, you ever, like... So, like when we had when we went to Top Gun, okay, I had already seen it. Right. You guys hadn't. Right. And have you ever been in that situation where you want to, like, you want someone to experience this the way you experienced it, and either they did or they didn't. Right. And so you're either, what do you mean you didn't like it, or... Wasn't that great? You know, that type of thing. You ever been in that situation? Oh, yeah. When I made everybody watch uh, Boondock Saints. I haven't even seen that movie yet. See? Yes, you have. Have I? Yeah. Wait, did you? No. No, no yeah. I didn't. I've seen scenes from it. Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't, yeah. I haven't sat When down. I went through, when I, when I discovered Boondock Saints, I was like, everybody must watch this movie. <laughs> so anytime I went someplace, I would be like, you got to watch this movie. So, yeah. you know. And most people liked it, but some people are like, meh, you know. I'm whatever. not sure why I haven't, hadn't seen it yet. I was about to say you were you were with us when we went to Vermont to see Big Head Todd, but then I remember no, you weren't. You weren't with us that trip because I brought it with me and made them watch it. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I went so. to see Big Head Todd at Sugarloaf. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you didn't go to Vermont with us, to right? See him, so right. That was the one with the samples. Yeah. 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 And okay. I got the I I caught the CD out of midair. Right. He was throwing the lead singer was throwing CDs out. I, yeah. Yeah, that would have been a cool show to see. Yeah, it was fun. They're, um, they're a good band, by the way. The samples? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good band. Oh, yeah. Big Head Todd, too. Man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Blues Traveler is there, too. So. Um, you know, Blues Traveler, for me, I think I've said this to you, uh, awesome band. Yeah. Uh, John Popper, and I love harmonica. 
Mm -hmm. John Popper killed the harmonica for me. Yeah, it it was too much harmonica. It was too much. Yeah. Um, He's amazing. Oh, absolutely. Don't get me wrong, but he just, you know, I can only listen to so much Blues Traveler because of that harmonica. Yeah, it was like when we uh, saw them down in Bangor with uh, Bare Naked Ladies and Cracker. Yeah. uh, Who else was there? Bare Naked Ladies, Cracker. uh, Blues Traveler. Blues Traveler. Big Head Todd. Big oh, yeah, Big Head Todd. Big Head Todd. Yeah. freaking Big Head Todd. <laughs> right. That's the one. Because Ed came out stripped. I know. That's what I was going to say. Ed <laughs> How did I forget? I, oh, maybe I tried to block that out of my memory. That's what. I, that was what it was. Uh, it was because Big Head Todd did a cover of- uh, Yeah, they did a cover of something. I'm sexy and, and Ed I know came, it. Yeah, I'm sexy and I know it, and Ed came out and- And like was wearing a thong. It. Oh, and, it was, yeah, it was, it was disturbing. Yeah, it was disturbing. Funny, but disturbing. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. But we were all cheering him on. <laughs> we were. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, speaking of, um, were we? Speaking of people? Speaking of thongs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good segue. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of thongs, <laughs> this is going to break your heart. Oh. Uh, Alice Cooper guitarist Nita Strauss has announced that she's leaving Alice Cooper's band. Oh, yeah, I knew that. You did? Yeah. Oh. I follow her on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> Screw you then. <laughs> I love Nita. Hold man. on Hold on a second. Just think of that for a second. Nita Strauss, thongs. Okay. Uh, moving on. I'm sure she could pull it off. Uh, but saying. she has said that, and she's also canceled her solo gigs. Yeah. Uh, but she said that there is something coming. So she's going to make an announcement eventually. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. She's not pregnant, she said. Yeah. Well, uh, she did have some knee trouble earlier, uh, early yeah, in the year. She had but she trouble. said, what, uh, I'm looking at this here, um, there's no drama whatsoever, and my touring year is still very full. In fact, I'm on a flight straight into the next adventure as I post this, and I'll be on stage again much sooner than you think, but that's news for another day. Yeah. So... She's playing with someone else or? Hard to say, man. Because, I mean, if she canceled her solo shows. Yeah. So it's got to be somebody else. But who? Yeah, exactly. That's the big mystery. That's the big mystery. But whoever she's playing with, man, they're lucky because she's. She's she's, amazing. She is amazing, dude. Yep. She is amazing. Yeah. So great. Good for her. Um, I mean, but that's Alice's thing. He likes, he likes it when they, uh, when his band, you know, they go off on their own. Look at Kip Winger. Yeah. Kip Winger. I mean, uh, uh, the Jason Hook. Yep. From, uh, you know, when he went off the five finger death punch and yep. he, I mean, he doesn't mind, man. He's like, Hey, you know, you know, go for it, man. He, right. He, he, that's just how Alice Cooper is with his band. I mean, you know, he'll find somebody else. Right. There's no doubt about that. Yep. So, um, yeah, I have no, I have no doubt that Alice Cooper will be just fine. He'll be okay. Um, the other piece of news is, I don't know if you've heard this or not, um, See if you can guess. It's a piano. Yes, it is a piano. Good job. Hey! This is is a guy who creates art, uh, no matter where he is. He's a painter. He's a songwriter. He's a singer. And then he is beholden to nobody at this point. There's no record company. There's no nothing. So tell me who this is. From the mildew to the barbecue He came through from the classroom to the tomb hmm. Moment of truth now Your bags are packed With lies you can't go forward But you cannot go back Coming to Jesus friend I don't know Brander under sea Really? Song is called Pointing at the Moon. It's David Lee Roth. That's David Lee Roth? Yeah. Wow. Right? He released the track without any fanfare, without any press release, just released the track, Pointing at the Moon. 
Uh, he's he sounds pretty good, man. For I mean, for what he's been doing lately, yeah, it fits. Yeah, it, sound, it sounds great, man. Um, it's the first new music he's released since uh, pairing five previously unreleased songs with a web comic named The Roth Project in November of 2020. I know that uh, he did some stuff with John Five, the guitarist, right? Um, and and he, John Five said, "There's a song." called nothing could have stopped us the song is so great and i just literally will beg dave and dave seemed to release this song because it's about van halen and it's so good i mean it's so effing good and i just wish he would release it so it's just a different sound for i think that's why i didn't recognize him yeah i mean he's it didn't sound anything not what i expect from Diamond Dave, you know, and I, you know, his lyrics on um, a different uh, kind of truth, the last Van Halen album, were amazing. Yeah, they were pretty great. If you, if you, if you, if you pay attention to what he's saying in those songs, uh, which m- most people didn't because they paid attention to Eddie. Oh, of course, yeah. His lyric writing is really, really good. It's come a long way since yeah, yeah. the early days. You yeah. Know. Um. But when he's trying to be Vegas. And Mr. Showman, yeah, it, I tire of that. Sure, I can get used to this. I mean, it's, yeah, this it, is nice. It's not, uh, you know, Panama. Yeah, but it's it's good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so that's called pointing at the moon, and he, uh, he you know, he was going to do a Vegas residency, but then um, because of COVID, it got postponed, and then he just pulled the plug on the whole thing. Sure. So um, he goes, it's not about me anymore. When the benefits for Kentucky, Colorado, and Farm Aid kick in, call me. <laughs> that's a bit. That's a Roth thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that because I thought that that came out uh, yesterday, I think. Yeah, that's, that's um, really nice. I didn't hear anything about that. So. Yeah. 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 So that's good, man. I don't know whether he's got a bigger project coming. And I did hear that uh, Wolfgang's getting married. Yes, so, she's I mean, yes. She said yes. Yep. So um, I thought that was pretty great. Um, and he's working on he's working on a new album, new album, so, which yeah, will hopefully take not as long as the first album. Yeah, but which I don't think it would. I don't think so. I think he, he's got it. He took his time on that because he was helping his dad. Yeah, he was dealing yeah, with his dad. Yeah. And stuff, so speaking of Van Halen, were we? So I, I have a I have a what if? Okay. A what if situation for you? Okay. So last week I was listening to the radio and. Uh, a song came on yeah. that I've heard, you know, a hundred times. Mr. Crowley. Ooh, yeah. Ozzy. Ozzy, yep. Randy Rhodes. And Randy Rhodes. Yep. So, you know, I, you know, and I've heard this song. I mean, like I said, I've heard this song. But I, for some reason, I really I really zeroed in on it and really listened to it for whatever, for whatever I was doing. I was really concentrated. And the guitar work, the solos on it yep. were amazing. And I never really realized that. Because it's a good song, I like it. I like I like the song, right? But I never realized how intricate in the uh, the soloing was in it. So then I got to thinking. I'll just play that in the background. Well, yeah, but say first minute is this anyway. So. <laughs> um, but I was like, man. So that you know, and I realized that I didn't really know a whole lot about Randy Rhodes. Yep. So I found a documentary on Randy Rhodes. So I watched that. And I didn't realize that he and Eddie Van Halen were kind of, they were contemporaries. Yep. But they were also kind of rivals at the same time. So, like, Randy was teaching guitar lessons, but this was at that time in the, you know, the mid, he was with Quiet Riot at this point. Yep. Trying to break through and, you know, and, you know they weren't getting a record deal and Van Halen was getting the record deals and, right. you know, and... And his guitar students were coming in, saying, "Hey, can you teach me how to play like Eddie Van Halen?" And God love him, he did. Really? He would, he, oh, he would learn. They would like uh, in this documentary. They had they had uh, uh, recordings of him playing Van Halen songs. Wow! It was really cool. Like on fire, he was playing, you know, and stuff like that. Do you remember the name of the documentary? Uh, Randy Rhodes, something a legend, okay. guitar legend, something. It was. It's on uh, Amazon. Okay. And. Uh, so I was like, so I got to thinking, I was like, you know, cause he really came into his own when he joined with Ozzy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, was, a you lot know. of people forget that he was with Quiet Riot. 
because yeah. he, he founded Quiet Riot. He founded Quiet Riot with his friend. With and Kevin DeBrow and... Kevin DeBrow uh, and uh, uh, Kelly... can't uh, think of his name. It, and, and, uh, uh, Mickey, not Mickey. No, what? Kelly. Uh, it was Kelly was on the bass and uh, what was his name on, on drums? It Devin? Was, no, it was... Uh, um, Shoot. The original. He, uh, yeah, the, oh, the, it was the original. The original drummer. Oh, I don't know who the original drummer was. His name was Devin or something like that. Okay. Anyway. But anyway, so, you know, so he was kind of stuck, you know, then he left Quiet Riot, joined, yep. Oz, you know, Ozzy got fired by Black Sabbath and, yep. you know, he found Randy Rhodes and, you know, history was made. So I got to thinking, I was like, you know, and then of course he died like two, three years later, you know, after the uh, Diary of a Madman album. They were on tour for that Blizzard of Oz and Diary of a Madman. I mean, listen to this, dude. Yeah. Unbelievable. Right? And that outro. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so where was I going with this? Anyway, so I got thinking, you know, of course, you know, he, he recorded, he was what, 22, 23 when he recorded yep. this? Something like that, yep. Okay. What was Eddie doing at the time? I mean, what were the songs that Eddie was doing at this time? And I got thinking, I was like, what if, what if Randy Rhodes hadn't died? Would he be a bigger guitar virtuoso than Eddie? Mm. Would would they you know I'm sure they would have stayed pretty equally but I think I almost think Randy would have been was more musical. Randy was yeah Randy was doing classical guitar yeah uh, Eddie is Eddie Eddie's Eddie you but, know and Randy was like always taking always learning yeah you know what I mean yeah like um, this, this like this outro man is this is listen to that, that that's classical dude. Definitely classical. That's so classical. Yeah, man. yeah. But it rocks. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I was like, at the same time, this was what, 1979, 1980, right? Something like that, yeah. What was Eddie doing at that time? Was that, Van, that was the Van Halen 2 era, right? 80 was Van Halen 2, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I'll find out for sure here while we're talking, but yeah. Um, so, you're saying, like, what if... Yeah, what if Randy hadn't died? Would, would I mean... You know, would he have surpassed Eddie musically as a virtuoso? I mean, would they have stayed, you know, competitive? Would or would they just, you know, you know, stayed competitive and tried to outdo each other? Right. Because I think they were the, you know, as far as the eighties were concerned, you know, Eddie was, Eddie was king. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Nineteen eighty. 1980 was Women and Children. Oh, Women and Children first. Okay. Uh, Van Halen 2 was 79. So that's, I mean, you think, So if you look like. Uh, think about that. Unchained. Though. Yep. Um, yep. Romeo's Delight. Uh, Tor, Tor, Tora. Yep. You know, stuff like that. Yep. That he was doing. Um, uh, yeah, I just realized that um, Van Halen released an album a year all the way up until. Uh, it's like 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, and then they took a break and then released 1984. Right. That's unheard of. Of course. Well, uh, but but Blizzard of Oz and Dire of a Madman were almost like within months of each other, weren't they? I don't know. I'm going to find out right now. Um, so the question is, would, would he- It's a what if, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so- uh, and we've had these before, right? You've oh, had, yeah. You've asked these types of things before. Um, I, I think th- my last one was if Patty Smythe had joined uh, Van, Van Halen. Halen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's another Van Halen one. <laughs> hey, what about? <laughs> uh, Blizzard of Oz was 1980. Diary of a Mad Men was 81. Okay. So they were pretty close. Yeah. 
And then 82, that he, he took off, obviously, because that's when Randy was killed, right? He died in 82. Yeah. yeah so they were on tour for those two albums. Died, those, are only, he, those are the only two albums that Randy was on. He died in 82, and then Bark of the Moon came out in 83. Right. Wow. Um, so I, I kind of think, because, and, and I don't know much about Randy either. I mean, I love Randy's yeah. guitar playing, and but I, I, I haven't seen that documentary. I'd it's like, really good. It's really good. I'd like to see yeah. it. Um, but everything I've read about Randy and everything, you know, I've seen like interviews and people talk about Randy Rhodes yeah. or I've read interviews yeah. where they talk about Randy Rhodes. He's a quiet guy. Yeah, he was. Um, he was a little tiny guy, you know, I, a little bit. I don't think he had a Napoleon clamp, Tom Plax, but he was just a tiny guy, but he had this huge guitar sound. You right. I mean, you know, but I also think that, and the fact that he actually, taught people those at Van Halen songs because they requested it. Yeah. Well, his par- both his parents were music teachers. Well, I, I think... So, I mean... I, just- I picture Randy Rhodes as being the type of guy that, you know, doesn't, um, like, you know, I am not the greatest, you know, uh, you know, just I'm playing my guitar, that's all I do is play guitar. Humble. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I, it's funny because they, they talked to Ozzy, of course, yeah. in this documentary. And Ozzy was saying that, you know, when they went on tour, other band, you know, people from other bands would come up and say, hey, how do you do this? And he would show them. Right. How to, you know, how he was doing stuff. I mean, it wasn't a, like. He's a, he's a teacher. Exactly. It wasn't like, because remember when Eddie was, you know, developing finger tapping, he would turn his back to the audience. Right. Yeah. Randy never did that. He, he, he you know, he was out, everything he did, it was out there. He would show, if you asked him. He would show you. He so, didn't care. So here's the thing. Here, here's my theory, or or my, you know, what I what I think would be, what it would be like if Randy was still alive. The whole comparison uh, to Eddie and other guitar players um, that are shredders or virtuosos or yeah. whatever would get old for him. So he would do a Beatle Brada. He just disappear. He'd he'd duck out. He'd teach guitar. He'd teach classical guitar. He'd release a classical album, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think because, and I, and again, I don't know uh, a, a lot about him, but I I picture him as a humble guy that doesn't want doesn't care about all the hubbub, and probably didn't even like the music business. That he would he would back away and and do his own thing or yeah. or just teach, you know, um, because I I don't know. And, and I don't know why I get that vibe, but yeah, it's probably, probably pretty close. Because I mean, I mean the what um, he he loved he did like classical pieces, right? I mean, what was that? Song? Well, there's a song called D, yeah, which is about his mother. Yeah, about or, his mom. Oh, I shouldn't say which it's is, about his it's, mother. It's it's absolutely beautiful. It's not so, about his mother because it's an instrumental. Well, it's but, like it's like fifty. Isn't it's less than a minute long? Yeah, and it's an absolutely beautiful song. Um, they were talking about when he was with Quiet Riot. He did this guitar solo that he called uh, Laughing Gas, yep. which was really quite intricate. And, you know. Yeah. Um, here's, uh, oh, well, that's outtakes. I don't want outtakes. Hold on. Let's see. Well, geez, can I get the actual original? There we go. I think he got as much joy out of this type of stuff. Oh yeah, as Crazy Train. You know. When I listen to that, I almost think Eddie was influenced to play 316 from that. Well, I, you know what I got out of that? Hmm. This is this is what I got. Or Spanish Fly. Oh, yeah. Tesla. Yep. Love song. I never realized how similar those were. Yeah. There's a lot of those and, trills and things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not identical. No, no. It's, a, it's the same vibe. I bet I bet Randy influenced this. I bet he did. You know. Yep, I bet he did. Yeah. 
Well, that's a, that's an interesting thought. If what if Randy Rhodes was still around? I mean, uh, it was just you know, it was just. I mean, he he could have ruled the eighties. Oh yeah, he could have. I mean, you know, he kept going. But I, you know, I I don't know if he would have been constrained by the whole Ozzy thing. Well, that's what I was going to say because if he remained with Ozzy, because Ozzy, here's the difference I see between um, Ozzy and Van Halen. Van Halen was a pop party yeah. rock band. Yeah, you know they were good time boys, and uh, and and I stress the word pop because they did go pop. I mean, jump and oh yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. That's pop music, um, popular, right? <laughs> Um, Ozzy was a rocker. He was, you know, yeah. it was, a, although his stuff had pop leanings like Bark at the Moon and, uh, uh, Shot in the Dark. Shot, that's, yeah, that's shot. a pop song. Yeah. Um, but he's a hard edged and, and, um, not as Van Halen was being played on pop radio. Yeah. Ozzy wasn't. Right. Ozzy was being played on rock radio. Right. Um, so I, I if he had stuck with Ozzy. I, I think he eventually would have left Ozzy yeah. and done his own thing. You know, if he felt constrained to the point where he was just like, I got to go do my own thing. Yeah. He would have left Ozzy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's that's a cool thing to ponder. Yeah. I, I've always, you know, I, like I said, it all started with Mr. Crowley and I was like, man, I don't hardly know anything about Randy Rhodes. Right. So, you know, I had to, I had to learn some stuff about him, you know, and then I was like, wow, I mean, this guy was... He was young, but he was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And he, I, I think he influenced a lot of the guitar players that came after him. Yeah. You know, even, you know, like, you know, Quiet Riot didn't get their get their break until after he left. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And so, I mean, you know, and, and he took Rudy Sarzo with him when he joined Ozzy. That's true. You know what I mean? I forgot that Rudy played for Ozzy. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. Rudy has played with everybody. He's played with everybody, dude. He's like, he's... I mean, he's amazing too. Oh, in yeah. his own right. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and when and of course they interview Rudy, and you know he even when he tells the story of when Randy died, he still breaks up. I mean, I mean that was 1982. I mean this this movie was made just like last year. Yeah. Well, I think I think I think uh, he he was a very you know, he and Randy were very close. And also, Randy was just a sweet kid. Yeah, he I just think, yeah. You know, everybody, a, nobody had anything bad to say about Randy. He, was anyway, a, he wasn't a partier. I mean, he didn't get he didn't get drunk and get he was right. a jerk or anything like that. He was just he was just a generally nice guy that wanted yeah. to play. He was a quiet, humble, sweet yeah. kid. And, and 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 when something like that happens, um, you're taken away too soon. I mean, I mean, some, it's tragic. Some jag off with a pilot's license, jerk. You know, yeah. Took you know, if it had been just that guy, I wouldn't cared. Yeah. But he took two other people with him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and one of them was Randy Rhodes. You know, and it, it just it just you know robbed the world of what he could have done. Here's something to ponder. Uh, I just thought of this because it was it was different, but similar. Uh, you know, the tragedy. What if Randy Rhodes was in a band with? Cliff. Oh, that would have been amazing. From Metallica. Wow. Cliff Burton. That right? would have been awesome. Can you imagine? Think of a drummer. Is there a drummer that's passed? Neil Peart. Oh, Cliff Burton, Neil Peart. I don't Randy think I don't think I don't think Neil Peart would have fit with Cliff. Well, Probably. he could have. No, yeah, he could have. He could have. Yeah. Cuz I mean, cuz Cliff was classical. Yeah. And you know, Randy was classical, you know, and, and Neil Peart loved everything. Think about that for a second. So, oh, dude, so Neil, Neil Peart. Neil Peart, Cliff Burton, Randy Rhodes. Wow. Yeah. Who would sing? Who cares? <laughs> Good point. Who <laughs> nobody would be paying any attention to the singer. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you would just be like, uh, 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 you know. Right. Oh man, that would have been oh man. You imagine? That would have been like the super group to end all super groups. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. That would have been amazing. That would have been some amazing stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to pick, I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying I, can't, to hear I can't even wrap my mind around it. That's just like. Yeah. You know. Wow. Yeah. I'm trying to think if you even need a front man or, or a woman. 
Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. Be like a Joe Satriani type thing. I mean, just, just do instrumentals. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I would be just like, whoa, wow. Yeah. Every, so, every song would be better than the last one. Yep. Yeah, that's well, that was a good uh, scenario, Doug. Well, thank you. Thanks for putting us uh, down that road, because that was kind of neat. Um, let's do this. It's alphabet time! Guitar Legends Alphabets. Must what? reach book. What? Yeah, there we go. Okay. What letter are we? Oh, I know what we're on. <laughs> I think we're on N, aren't we? We are, yes, because... Uh, did I, I and I think I told you this, but I'm going to tell you again, uh, just for the listeners. It was quite funny. My uh, my wife, who I think sometimes doesn't listen to the podcast, um, always surprises me. So she was uh, out for a walk the other day uh, with her headphones in, and uh, I drove by and I had to tell her something. I had to tell her, you know, where the kids the kids were down to her mother's and blah blah blah. Uh, so I'll see you when you get home. And she said, okay. And then, without skipping a beat, she went, Mark. <laughs> Mark. Obviously, she was listening to the podcast. Yeah, I hope so. On her walk. <laughs> Which is quite funny, because last week it was Mark Knopfler. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, the letter of the day today, or this week, is N. N. So, we are reading from the Guitar Legends Alphabet and the Drum Legends Alphabet, both, yes. both, both by Beck Feiner. Um, and N is for Neil Young. Oh, there we go. I'm going to read it, and then I'll tell you my thoughts on Neil Young. Okay. The Godfather of Grunge. What? Is proof that you don't need Flash to be a guitar legend. Nobody can express feeling through playing like Young and his ability to create simple, soul-crushing parts on both acoustic and electric guitar scored him 26 Grammy nominations in 25 years. I hate Neil Young's guitar playing. <laughs> His electric playing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's a strong word, too. I, I, I'll, I'll take you it. You strongly dislike it. I Well, it's... And, and I see the place for it, and I... And I uh, it's just his, his lead playing on electric guitar is just abandoned. Like wild abandon. He just like sure. sometimes he hits the wrong. He doesn't. He doesn't care. Right. He's just. He's just going for a, a vibe, and um, it's just wild. And it's and if you're into that, that's great. Right. Um. I like melody. Yep. Um. And not always, but uh, just his his lead guitar playing has always bothered me. His acoustic playing. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I, I think he's an amazing acoustic. Well, he's an amazing guitar player. But when he get like with Crazy Horse, you know, and, and rocking on the free, rocking in the free world and all those, you know, those those rocking songs that he did. Um, even, you know, even some of the stuff that he did back with um, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, where he would do solos and stuff like that. It just seems like just like just kind of plucking all wherever sure. he fit. You know, yeah. I can't explain it. Yeah. Um, I get what you mean. Um, but it was, anyway. So, I he des I guess he deserves to be in this book. I could think of other ends, probably, sure. before Neil Young. But, and the Godfather of Grunge, where does that come from? I have no idea. That's the first time I've ever heard Is it because that. he wore plaid shirts? Or, or I mean, flannel shirts? Who knows? Uh, I don't know. I thought that's just because he was from Canada. <laughs> well, I know uh, Eddie Vedder is a pretty big fan of Neil Young, so yeah, I don't know if this he lived on the border of Canada, right? So, you know, flannel, you know, made its way down, right? You know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, who it's do hold up that way? Who do you got for the drum legend? Well, speaking of Neils, and is for Neil Peart, <laughs> known to fans as the perf oh, sorry, sorry. Come on. sorry. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> sorry. Ah, and is for Neil Peart, known as known to fans as the Professor. This virtuoso drummer led his Canadian prog rock group Rush through complicated rhythms and off kilter time signatures. His mind blowing tracks are some of the most rehearsed by drum students around the world. You can't go wrong with that. There is nothing I can disagree with in that. Interesting. Paragraph. Two Canadians. Yeah. So 
So we should get sponsorship from the government of Canada right now. <laughs> I don't want anything from the government of Canada. I don't thank either. You very much. <laughs> yeah. um, keep keep your loonies. So so we usually pair them up. I cannot see those two together. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's like two completely different philosophies. I think, I think Neil Peart would have stabbed him in the eye with a stick <laughs> at some point. I bet you they're both probably big fans of each other. Actually, oh, I'm sure they are. You know, yeah. I'm sure they've you know met up if you know i'm sure two at some point oh yeah but you know because they're canadians you know so you know just they got that in common right yeah but other than that i don't think musically they would have meshed well i agree and that my friends is the the guitar legend and the drum legend alphabet words or or artists of the day the letter N. n yeah so we are going to oh should i do this signal that it's almost time the wall of tunes the longest running o'brien and doug podcast gig bit 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 or feature 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 well i like feature feature i like feature better too um we've been doing this almost since the beginning i was gonna ask that i wonder when uh when we started it was it was early in the first season so was it early in the first it was season? it was very like yeah. the, i think the first couple were like we didn't have it but it was after that you were like hey we should do this it was when you were getting ready to your cd collection right can you, uh, do you remember that i had a lot more cds than this dude it would have been the house of tunes oh, yeah. you had so many cds yeah and you know i have i have got you still have a lot of cds I, i've gotten more <laughs> every time i go to bull moose well, you have to, man. It's Bull Moose, man. My kids have always said, you know, you know, Dad, if you're buying a CD at Bull Moose, you got to get rid of one of your CDs in the in the fun dungeon. And I uh, always said, shut up. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> you're like six. Go away. Right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to climb the wall Go of tunes. Go watch Stranger Things. Oh, right. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be young. <laughs> wall of Tunes is next. You suck. <laughs> The O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you by Mosier Multimedia, a freelance digital design company specializing in all forms of graphic design, from business cards, logo design, brochures, annual reports, backdrops, and everything in between. They also offer audio production, including voiceovers for commercials or narrated corporate videos, and even custom background music. They also offer custom t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and more, including the latest merchandise from Paul Sear Photography. Visit the online store. It's all about getting it done right the first time. MosherMultimedia.com. KMH Music, Main Street in Presque Isle, Maine. Specializing in new and used musical equipment and repair. Guitars, basses, keyboards, violins, mandolins, flutes, saxophones, trombones, you name it, they've got it or can get it. They service and sell all school band instruments and also offer guitar lessons, piano lessons, and more. KMH Music is now the place for your favorite used vinyl records. Add to your collection today. Visit them on Main Street in Presque Isle, Maine or on Facebook.com slash King Morton's Hall. KMH Music. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is also brought to you by The Ridge Runner. Visit Reflections from The Ridge Runner on Facebook. And by Doug's cousin, Larry. And we're back. It's time for everybody in this room's favorite piece of the podcast. It's the Wall of Tunes. It is the Wall of Tunes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wall of Tunes. It's wonderful. Oh, you know what it is? It's a cross between Dr. Evil and Lawrence Wilk. Oh, yes. <laughs> or it's, it's a cross between Dr. Evil and Robin Williams' impression of Lawrence Welk. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> let's go. Let's boogaloo. Let's go. Let's boogaloo till we puke. <laughs> there it is. That's what it was. All right. So uh, I'm going to take my headphones off. You're going to turn the other I'm going to look over here. Oh, oh, there's your old pedal board. Yes, exactly. Look at that. Wow. It looks, it looks so sad over there. It's like, how come how come we can't play with everybody else? Well, that's because you're you guys don't do it much. Well, yeah, but we're still good. Everywhere. Why can't we play with? Them? Well, that's the part of the thing, you know. We have to move on from you. Okay, it's not that you weren't good pedals, but you, your time's done. Well, well, we're still useful. Well, we maybe we'll sell you, and then use the money to you know fund uh, you know rebels in Ukraine or something. You know, so you know you don't know what's going to happen yet. Uh, Your time is not over, pedals. It's okay. Your time will come again. Or my name is not Robin Evil. 
Oh, sorry. Are you done? I guess so. <laughs> I have a, I have a CD. Oh, okay, okay. good. <laughs> I forgot what we were doing. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> this is one of those ones where uh, I'm I'm happy I picked this CD, but you're not going to get it. Um, and I'm happy I picked it because it will it will hopefully turn people onto an unknown. Well, I shouldn't say an unknown artist, but not a mainstream artist. Okay, but you're not going to get it, so I don't well, know what I well, should do. Well, let's not uh, waste everybody's time. Let's get to the artist. So I should just say who the artist just is? Just tell us who it is. Okay. Um, oh, I know that guy. <laughs> is it a guy? It is a guy. Okay. Um, and it's a folk artist. All right. Um, his name is Peter Mulvey. Yeah, I never would have got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we would have been here all night and the rest of the week. I never would have got it. Um, this, the album is called Kitchen Radio. Oh. Okay. okay. I have a radio in my kitchen. Um. I love this. This guy is one of those one of those folk contemporary folk artists, you know, that plays coffee shops and stuff like that. Right. But his guitar playing, like alternate tunings, and just and and uh, the lyrics that he writes are topical, and he's got an interesting voice. Okay. Uh, the the reason I bought this album is for one song, uh, and uh, there's there's. I'm not going to say I love every song on the album, um, but there's a lot of songs that I really like. But this one song, I, I don't know what it was. I think I heard it. I used to listen to a thing, and we've probably talked about this before. Main Public Radio used to do, maybe they still do, this show on uh, weeknights at 10 o'clock p.m. with um, a woman named Sarah Willis. She was the host, and it was called In Tune by 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she would play contemporary folk artists. Right. Uh, and and I would listen and to to hear you know things that I hadn't heard before, um, and and this song I think I, she had played this song on there, and I was like wow who is that I need to find that and so anyway I I found the album and I love it so I'm gonna play that song right now um, and I just what was the name again Peter what Peter Mulvey Mulvey yeah okay and this song is called Shirt wow. Yeah. Topical. Yeah. Well, because I'm wearing a shirt. You're wearing a shirt. <laughs> I am. So, hold on. Let me, let me start that over. Just listen to the words. Got a very deep voice. Let things go now You're burning letters out In the snow in your backyard Years go rolling You're 33 It's time for the cross Or the bodice But you'd like to cry When you skin your knee Man, it's hard It's about aging, really. Yeah. It's yeah. like how you were. Burning letters on the snow. Yeah. I like that. That was a cool Where one. your life is taking you. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's the same old, same old. What are you going to do about it? You yeah. Old storm windows, they broke tail squirrel and the grocery lists and the skateboard girls and your rusty brain cells give
cool. I like it. Just that. kind of bounces along. Yeah, you know, it's it's a nice it's a nice melody and it's a nice uh, it's a nice pace, right? Know? And the words are really kind of cool because yeah. it's, it's just uh, it's like reminiscent of you know just common day things in your life. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? and I read an article uh, when the song came out. I used to subscribe to a magazine that, would, that I really miss. I call performing songwriter. Oh and yeah, it, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and I had like a, a collection of them, and I, you know, trashed them when I got rid of some CDs, and I was just trying to clean house. And but I had a lot of back issues of performing songwriter they, since. Uh, as I think, it, I don't even think it's um, digital or anything. I think they they it's now gone. Hmm. But uh, I was reading an interview with him in that and. The skateboard girls thing, you know, um, he was looking out the window, his kitchen window, and there were girls going by on skateboards. So he, oh, was, yeah. he, just, he was looking for a line. So, sure. You know, the grocery list and the skateboard girls. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you know, um, well, yeah, it was it was a, it was an interesting uh, juxtaposition of those two. I was like, where is he going? With yeah. That? But I, now that you say yeah. that. Um, and, then he, and then you got a song called 29 Cent Head, which is uh, political. Okay, and I don't, I don't know that I subscribe to or agree with uh, um, Peter Mulvey's politics, but I'm, uh, I don't really care uh, because I like the music. So that's all that matters. Yeah. So, but the, the the groove of this one and the guitar playing in this one is awesome, and it is political, uh, and I think to a large degree, maybe I do agree with what uh, what he's saying here. But just check this one out. A billion blue tubes light up a billion rooms The night outside is as quiet as a tomb The fools on the screen try to get each other in the bed It's a $40 haircut on a 29 cent head <laughs> you just don't get it Now you just don't get it You just don't get it Can't you get someone else instead Them shapes in the bed Are the senator and the CEO and Which one is on top Wouldn't he like to know Father's got his hand on the altar boy's knee The whole class preaching to you They just want you to agree But you just don't get it Now you just don't get it You just don't get it But you know this don't come free Every election feels like a perfect See what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's. Well, I think it's just a commentary on life itself. And know? this was uh, this was 2004. Yeah. So this I was, mean, I j- that line, a forty dollar haircut on a twenty nine cent head. Right. I mean, that's just brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant, right? Yeah. Like and that. the beginning part, you know, uh, um, all, all the TVs basically. Yeah. You know, telling you what to think. Yeah, that's all. You know, I, mean. um, I think it's a, I think it's just a nice, uh, it's a smart commentary on yeah. just you know popular culture. Yeah. You know, um, the state of the state of culture. I should yeah, say. yeah. Uh, so Peter Mulvey, that's the album Kitchen Radio, and he's obviously got a lot more albums than that. But this was, and I have another one that's mostly instrumental, just his guitar playing, and it's amazing. Uh, at least I did. Maybe that's one I got rid of. 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'd have to. I'd have to. Well, look. maybe we'll find it by accident. Yeah, right. <laughs> on a, on a future wall of tours. Right, right. You're like, hey, we already talked about that guy. Um, so the album is Kitchen Radio from 2004. Uh, that is the Wall of Tunes album Wall of, of the Week. Tunes. And that is season six, episode 10. 10. 10. X. Rated. The Roman noodles. Rated PG. No, it's, it's Roman noodles. It's, it, it's, it's, Did you just say Roman noodles? Probably. Or is, that, is that where they got the name Roman noodles? Like Roman noodle numerals? Probably. I just don't know. Ramen noodles. Ramen noodles. Ro- Ro- Roman, Roman numerals. Roman numerals, ramen noodles. I bet there's a correlation there. There's got to be. Probably not, but, you know, whatever. I bet, I bet it'll be on a future episode of Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> if not, it should be. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, until next week, I'm O'Brien. I'm still Doug. Mark. Mark. <laughs> Bye, who's, everybody. Who's, who's he again? Brian and Doug podcast is brought to you in part by MosierMultimedia.com, KMH Music in Presque Isle, Maine, The Ridge Runner in Westfield, Maine, and Doug's cousin, Larry. Be sure to follow O'Brien and Doug on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Drop them an email anytime at O'Brien and Doug at gmail.com. Good night, ladies. Good night.